Welcome, everybody. My name is Nick Overby. Uh, you are actually now tuned in to the New Agent Podcast. This is episode two. Well, technically three, because I did the one with my son, but we'll feature that in a different level. Um, today, I have the uh, the true honor of um, having somebody on the show who I've actually got a pleasure, or had the pleasure of no learning from and, and just knowing as a good person, what I see as a good husband, a good man, and a hell of an agent. Uh, his name is Nick Brooks. And uh, he's going to join me today for the first edition of the New Agent Podcast, Agent Spotlight. And so, as I told Nick earlier, the whole idea behind this is uh, we're going to feature a new agent here in the den every week as part of the podcast. Um, I've had a lot of listeners that love the fact that I rotate people in and out. And so bringing a new face, especially a handsome young one like this one, is probably going to uh, boost my ratings. So we'll, we'll hopefully uh, cross our fingers on that. But um you know, I'll uh, let you introduce yourself. I've already told them who you are, so tell us about where you're from and a little bit about what's going on, Nick. Yeah, so uh, originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, grew up there. Um, ended up going into the uh, Marine Corps after high school. Was that did that for about four years. Moved back after uh, after I got out. Realized that Milwaukee wasn't the place for me anymore, so I moved down to Tampa, Florida. Um, bartended down there for about five years. Um, you know, really just not not super happy with with my life and just kind of the way things how things were going and after after covid still worked in the restaurant for a while and it just wasn't the same um and then after doing that for a couple months um one of my buddies that i used to work with at, at the restaurant actually offered me a job um selling health insurance you know and i something that i had never really thought of as being a you know a direction for me but you know once i started kind of learning more about it and being able to help people out again you know kind of really started to enjoy it well, I like to hear, man. So I love the restaurant background. I know we've talked about that before. I think that for me is a huge thing. Um, the biggest thing I think is important to talk about is the fact that you moved from Florida to Texas mm -hmm. because of this office, right? Yeah. No, Tell absolutely. us about that. Absolutely. Well, you know, the, the other office that we were in, it was just a lot of, uh, you know, call, 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 you know, and I felt like I was having to, you know, fight people on the phone to try and help them out with, you know, you know, taking care of what they need to or giving them advice even. Um, you know, and then once I really realized and learned more about this office and just kind of how things, you know, went, the culture and all that sort of stuff, you know, it just really, really drew me in as far as, you know, everybody here is a family and, you know, there's no backstabbing, anything like that, that you see in a lot of, you know, kind of, kind of things in this industry. So, well, I like to hear that, man. It's good yeah. to have you here. So, um, I'm gonna act like you've never heard of this before. never mm -hmm. know what I'm doing. So. This was all about documentation of my journey, right? Mm -hmm. What I've learned, the goods, the bads, the uglies. You know, we have a somewhat of a similar past as far yeah. as going through the restaurant business, mm -hmm. learning people, and then being in this business fairly new because I think you and I are probably came in right around the same time. I yeah. think I've got maybe a month on you, but yeah. how has your journey in the health insurance world been so far? It's been pretty good. Been pretty good. You know, it's. I mean, the biggest thing is it's just it's it's eye opening. You know, I didn't know what I didn't know about health insurance until I actually got into it. And I, you know, the more that I learn and, and all that sort of stuff, the more you realize that the general public, you know, you know, who learns about health insurance by themselves? Like, it's not like it's necessarily like a cool thing to, to study. It's not necessarily always interesting, but it's one of those, you know, it's one of the most important things in our lives, you know, and it's, there's just so much that you don't know, you know, what that's going on. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy about it. So very nice. So you're a married man, mm -hmm. right? What does your wife think about your health insurance journey? She likes it. You know, okay. she's she's you know, it was definitely a change of pace for um, for the direction that I that we had been going. You know, I 
when I was bartending, you know, I was looking at doing private security contracting, going overseas to Afghanistan and doing that sort of stuff. And that was the career choice that, that I was, you know, gearing towards getting into. And then it was like, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do in insurance. And she was kind of like, what? You know, but, you know, the more that I've been in it and she's kind of just seen how, um, you know, it's changed my mentality and my mood and all that sort of stuff. My quality of life is so much better. Um, outlook on the future is, is, you know, the best that it's ever been. So, I mean, I think she sees that in me and really, really enjoys, you know, what it's done for me and what it's done for us. So. I find that interesting because I think before you got into it, you probably had a completely different opinion of what health insurance is. Oh, absolutely. Right? Um, especially growing up in this society and mm. knowing what telemarketing is like yeah. and the, just mm. the, you know, hello, my name is John Smith. Can yeah. I talk about health insurance today? Exactly. Not going to happen, John. I appreciate your time. Yeah, we'll robots happen. robots on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always tell people I, I'm, a, I'm a terrible telemarketer, but I'm a hell of an agent. So uh, it's two different things. But um, so you, you, you said something that interested me. Your outlook on the future is mm -hmm. different. Um, tell me about that. I'd be curious to know what it was and what it is now. And yeah, I mean, well, before it was, you know, when I was I was looking at doing the, the contracting thing. You know, when I when I first got out of the uh, out of the military, my initial, you know, kind of plan was to go into the fire department. After I was getting ready to to you know to get out, kind of start realizing that maybe going going in the fire department wasn't for me anymore. Um, so for a while, you know, I just kind of jumped around between things of what I was kind of planning on doing. Like I wanted to go federal law enforcement for a while. I ended up not doing that because I didn't want to go to college. Um, you know, wanted lazy to get a motherfucker. What's that? Because you're a lazy motherfucker. Yeah. It, well, it was. You know, I didn't like the idea of having <laughs> to right. take general education classes for for something that you know, I get it I that get had it. nothing to do with my career. So. Um, you know, started thinking about doing the contracting thing, but that's more of like you can't can't necessarily do that for your entire life you know I was looking at, at going overseas for a year at a time um, you know making pretty decent money but there's not there's not so much for um, you know raising a family like when I make when, I, when I'm doing that it's it's you know it's good for the short term but there's no real long-term kind of solution for it so it's kind of one of those things that you know I was banking on, on using that and you know potentially funding some other kind of you know idea but didn't really have anything in mind but so it's kind of just jumping between ideas and not really knowing what I what I wanted to do long term, um, you know. And this is something that you know I can definitely see doing the rest of my life. And it's something that in a couple months I'm bringing my wife on board, and so it'll be good for the whole family. Yeah, it'd be nice to have you both here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hell, the office is getting bigger. I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's funny because I I don't know if I told you this. I've always done this in not always done it in this office, but a uh, majority of my new agent podcasts and the, the podcast I did with Nick were, took place somewhere in the den. And so it's kind of cool to be in a whole new office and nobody fucks with me over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I couldn't get nothing, I couldn't get anything done in the other office. Like somebody was always coming in. Like I've got episodes where Derek would walk in. I'm like, oh my God, leave me alone. <laughs> get out of the cup. But this has, been, this has been a cool outlet for mm -hmm. myself and a lot of different agents because I think there are things that we don't talk about often as agents yeah. and you know we get an opportunity to express mm -hmm. the frustrations because I mean obviously there are some right you know yeah. there's this is always Absolutely. a double-edged sword but um, what are some things that piss you off about this business um, well I mean I guess the you know the you know the I would have to say the the distrust that I feel like a lot of a lot of people feel you know, towards towards insurance agents, you know, or, or people calling them on the phone to, to try and do business with them about insurance because there's a lot of people that aren't too trustful, you know, sometimes that, that might, you know, scam somebody over on, on something, you know, and then it, they end up being, you know, 
financially ruined because of it. Exactly. And it's the horror stories that we all hear and the exactly. you know, things that are portrayed on TV and in the mm-hmm. media. And, um, you know, we talk about it all the time. But that's what we're trying not to do. Exactly. Right? And that's what we're trying to, you know, trying to help people, you know, get yeah. away from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was telling uh, that new guy, Songy, in there, you know, it's like you have to, you have to understand that people don't want to learn about health insurance because most of the time they're fear, mm-hmm. fear it because of what they've been taught. And it's easy to get employer health coverage, and so that's why people stay with jobs, and then it's exactly. you know, fall on that stigma, but we're in a generation now where entrepreneurship is, you know, the hot topic. It's a keyword, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's that we're faced with different options. And what I love about our job is that I get an opportunity to build a relationship based on the trust aspect, Absolutely. you know, and which to your point is not always easy, but mm-hmm. I mean, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. I think this office does a better job than a lot of people do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy, man. So tell me about, um, growing up like you in your twenties, what when you, cause you, you, you just turned 30, right? Or you're yeah, relatively yeah, just turned, just turned 30 in December. Yeah. Uh, got out of the Marine Corps and at, um, shit, I must've been 22, something like that. Got out, did the reserves for a year back up in Milwaukee, um, moved pianos for a year and a half. I had a buddy that was, uh, his family was, uh, in the piano moving business for eight generations in, in the city of Milwaukee. So I ended up working with him, you know, making, Seventeen fifty an hour under the table, but you know, kind of something like that. That ended up not working out after about a year and a half. Even though that wasn't like a long term goal, um, you know that that job kind of kind of stopped very abruptly, and that's when I got in the service industry. So I started uh, first job as like a uh, security up up there, and then decided I was going to move down to Milwaukee. Got out of the reserves, or sorry, decided I was going to move down to Tampa. Um, got out of the reserves in Milwaukee, and ended up just kind of packing up all my stuff and moving down there about six months later and then got in the service industry and you know pretty much the the rest is kind of history so i've had a couple of people on the show that have had pretty extensive service industry experience so i'm going to skip that i really would be curious to know what has the military done for you as far as uh this job do you feel like you take anything from what you learned there i mean obviously there's a lot of life lessons but yeah. what, what do you implement here i mean i think a lot of it just is is my my work ethic you know um like it, I'm not really somebody that kind of gets up and kind of messes around. You know, I don't really, um, you know, there might be like excuses for me to like leave work or stay home or, or not get up, stuff like that. You know, oh, I'm feeling sick. Oh, maybe I won't. Yeah, go like not going to the gym the other day with me? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. exactly. I didn't yeah, either, I so I can't wait a year. I really, it's a whole other game. We'll talk yeah. about that all the time. No, totally. But I mean, it's, it's that, you know, it's, you know, my. I'd say the biggest thing, it's, it's, I'm finally able to help people again. You know, when I was in the Marine Corps, you know, my whole thought was, you know, I'm doing this for, you know, the American people, you know, I'm, I'm going to Afghanistan so others don't have to. And, um, you know, I didn't have that, that same kind of feeling when I was bartending or doing some of these other jobs. Like that wasn't really helping people as a bartender, you know, I'd sit there and listen to them and talk to them, you know, when they're, you know, part-time therapist as a, as a bartender a lot of yeah, times, of but it's, yeah. um, but I wasn't actually really able to help anybody out. Now I am, you know, and so I—that's, you know, one of the biggest things that I, I guess I took from the military and brought it over to here. You know, my desire to help other people. Okay, um, I hope that uh, we got the last recording on um, <laughs> at least the digital camera. I don't know. I think it did download, but I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out uh, here in a little bit. But at least we've got half of the uh, the video and all the audio. We can just listen to the audio. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not worried about that. I, I like putting it on YouTube too. But yeah. if there's just audio, that's okay because I can put those two together. So sorry, guys. After some strange technical difficulties, uh, we are back. Nick Overby, 
Nick Brooks coming at you on the New Age Podcast. Today is the 5th of April in the year 2021. Holy shit. It's really crazy to think that a year ago I had just shut down my construction company and basically went broke and lived off of unemployment for like two months and then found this job. Yeah, I was unemployed a year ago. That's crazy, dude. It's so crazy. And, you know, I look back and just to see the lessons that I've learned personally, um, it's wild, man, because I've been through a lot. You know, and this is this... You know, we all have right and i mean i think that's kind of where what we all have been in common is that we all went through shit which is why most of us are here mm. why i think health insurance is is an interesting business because you don't ever think that you would be doing it and then once you're doing it you're like why was i doing anything but this yeah makes me wish that i would have jumped on it yeah four years ago when when Danilo started <laughs> yeah it's same thing right because my yeah. friend stephanie when she started you know i've told perry this before he's like dude you'd be my boss right now literally yeah. you would be my boss in fact i would be working i would have started almost the same time derek did yeah. which would have either put me out of it a year and a half afterwards or would have put me in a position to where i would be running offices you know yeah. and that, that's what's crazy about this opportunity is that the, the room for growth you know and is unmatched and I love when people are like well you're just an MLM and I'm like well I mean if you think about it isn't everything a multi-level marketing business because we're all working for a board of directors or a CEO or somebody else who makes a shit ton more money than yeah. you know that nine to five that's making 80 grand a year mm-hmm. you know some, some guys you know it's like it's crazy it's crazy it just makes me feel blessed to be where I am you know Same. Um, this this place is definitely unique in the sense that nobody else does what we do mm-hmm. but we can talk about that all day so mm-hmm. um what do you like about being where you are now, man? I mean, if you could change it for anything, I guess, you know, we could always say that, but you know, are you happy where you are? Yeah. Good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of like I was saying before, just like my outlook on, on my life and my future. I mean, as much, you know, as, as bad as 2020 was, you know, there was a lot of good things to come out of it. You know, I got married back in November, you know, that was, that was a huge thing. I started, started a new career, you know, a career that I didn't think I was ever going to get into, you know, and here I am. That's crazy. I wonder if they can, I wonder if the audio is picking up them playing out there. Because I feel like I can hear that, hear them. I can hear it through the headphones. Yeah, but that's I, right. I don't know that I hear it picking up. But. We'll be all right. You need to scoot up a little bit more. You can't really see your handsome smiling Sorry. face. Sorry, I don't mean to. I, I, I didn't want anybody to be disappointed and not be able to see you. That's the whole thing here, man. I can't wait to put those pictures up that I got up earlier. <laughs> Nick was doing a little risque photo shoot for us earlier. He kind of just, just, I mean, he's. Started getting a little crazy, so it was it was wild. But um, gonna have to create an only next page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so this is your first time ever doing anything podcast-ish first or time. ever been recorded before? Nope. Oh, no, not not not, s- not since Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> not since my wife two weeks ago. Um, that's good, man. I think you know this is cool because you know I mentioned earlier for me it was a way to get things out. Yeah. I don't. Um, I moved. I mean, somewhat similar to where you guys. I mean, my family's only an hour away. Where yours is, you know, eight. But sixteen hours away. Well, driving, yeah. right? Flying. <laughs> um, so I get not having to talk to anybody and like mm-hmm. I think being alone in the sense. Sure. And so when you when you've been here and going through that that whole the feeling of that how have you like how have you adjusted to be even here alone i mean yeah you have friends and you have an office but yeah. i mean obviously there's times where you're like fuck i mean i think one of the biggest things was you know i came like myself and and eight other agents came out here you know so i think that's that's definitely that's definitely helped me you know as far as you know keeping some level of like sanity and stuff around the house you know i have people to hang out with even if i'm not you know, able to necessarily go out or hang out, you know, at least I still have people there. And then plus the office here, you know, it's, uh, you know, from day one, you know, it's just been, you know, welcomed with open arms, 
you know so yeah. so it hasn't really been too terrible for for me you know necessarily being away but you know I still talk to my wife every day we still talk on the phone every day so that's good man mm-hmm. so I guess you're going back to Florida tomorrow mm-hmm. right um, such as life but um, I'll be back yeah for sure so what do you think that's going to be like are you gonna be going back to the office in Tampa or are you just no, you're, no, no, you're no, working no. from home totally yeah I'll be I'll be working from home um, you know I'll still be part of the lion's den but I'll just be be working from Tampa until I can Doing get my own remote. get my own place out here. I mean, it's it's purely you know temporary. I love it. So going back there, I'll be you know I have a we have another bedroom in our apartment. My apartment complex has really good like office areas that I can go and work out of. So so I'm not that's too, what's up, not dude. Too worried about it. I, I have good places. So I generally keep the podcast to about 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, we're rounding up at the twenty two minute mark right now with yeah. the a, earlier time that we fucked up. Right, okay. <laughs> um, so. I usually let my guests close out and kind of just, you know, leave with some words of wisdom or something that you would, you know, something that you would leave somebody who's new, right? Think about if you were to stumble across this, because I've had, it's weird, I can show you the, the data of the audiences that have looked at this, and it's literally from Kansas to, uh, to you know, Kilimanjaro. Like, literally, I've got people in Indonesia that watch this. It's really weird. I've had them comment on the videos on YouTube. So I know that somebody is going to watch this mm. and somebody will take something from it. So what would you leave for that person? I mean, the biggest thing is just don't give up. I mean, it's, you're going to have your, your off days, your off weeks, maybe even off months, but you know, just keep, you know, being persistent about it, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely fucking right. Uh, resiliency and consistency uh, go hand in hand in this business and you have absolutely. to do both. So, well, hey man, I really appreciate your time. Yeah. It has been awesome. Um, so guys, just Thanks be watching out because he is on my first, Nick Brooks is the first <laughs> agent spotlight on the New Agent Podcast. I have no idea how it's gonna go. So show him some love, don't be a dick. Um, and if you guys are checking us out on Spotify, I sorry for the technical audio dif- difficulties as well as the video. So <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy yourselves and thank you for your time. I love you guys. Adios. Thanks, Nick. <laughs>